Getting out of the air-conditioned SUV, Malid shaded his eyes. The sun and heat hit him at once, a welcome to his home. He had grown up in these deserts. He loved the heat. But he also knew the dangers. He grabbed a cap to better shield his eyes and adjusted his sunglasses. Nigella Michaels stood out at once. She held a map in her hands and stood with her back to him. She had to have heard the SUV's engine, but she wasn't paying any attention to it. That showed a certain confidence, or perhaps a certain recklessness. Bandits weren't unknown in the desert. Jeans encased long legs, and his first thought was she was like a gazelle, lean and graceful. Her head was uncovered, not wise in the desert, but it gave him a view of deep brown, almost black waves. She turned and pulled down her sunglasses, giving him a glimpse of eyes the color of amethysts. Her complexion was perfect, and the white shirt she wore offered up a hint of the cleavage that lay underneath. Nigella was a beautiful woman, and a surge of interest swept through him. He frowned. An attraction was not a complication he wanted, not when it came to business. I've been without a woman for too long. Well, nothing to be done about that just now. He strode to her side and held out his hand. Nigella Michaels. She kept staring at him over the top of her sunglasses, and she was frowning. You must be an Agilene. I don't know who else would have that hawk nose or be able to track me down here. So which one are you? The one who just got married? The one into sports? Or the banished son? He smiled. It changed his face. She'd seen photos of Sheik Nimmer Agilene, part of her homework to make this deal happen and this guy looked a lot like him. Serious expression, or that's what he'd just had, and black hair peeking out from under a ball cap that shaded his face. His hair was slightly too long in the back, giving him a rakish appearance that reminded her of the stories of marauding sheiks who captured young women and carried them off to their desert lairs. He was clean-shaven, but it looked as if his beard was about to grow back. It shadowed his jaw and cheeks. He was dressed in khakis and boots. So was the other guy with him but they were crisp, clean, and left Nigella feeling sweating and rumpled. Not so banished now. I'm Malid, and this is Adjelaine property. Aren't you getting ahead of yourself? Nigella smiled. Ah, Malid Adjelaine. You're the one they booted for lying. I'd heard your father never intended to see your face again. She wanted to see if she could shake him. It was always good to find out just who you were dealing with. His own smile didn't fade but it did stiffen. Actually, I am here at my father's request. He waved a hand at her surveyors. The question is, what are you doing out here when access has not yet been arranged? Tucking her map into her messenger back, Nigella said, It's best to have some kind of idea just what we're negotiating for. You plan to put the pipeline through here? Malid asked. That depends on your family, doesn't it? Malid took a step closer. Nigella's heart kicked up a little. The guy was good-looking and obviously knew it. She didn't trust him an inch. You're very blunt, he said. I like that. She thought about telling him she didn't give a rat's ass what he liked, but she was supposed to play nice here. Holding her ground, she looked him up and down, from the starched collar of his shirt to the laces of his boots. Nice ones, leather and American-made if she knew her boots. Banishment seems to agree with you. My father asked me to absent myself from al-Sarid. He didn't condemn me to a life of poverty. My palace is just over the border. The words came out so easily, and Nigella wondered if he realized how crazy his last statement was. My palace? 
He really was just like something out of some kind of desert fantasy, the gorgeous brooding sheet with a past and his wounds. She wished she could see his eyes to know if he was having her on, or was he really serious about all of this.